What's up, dirtbags? Welcome to episode 213 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. Scott Sturman, Matt Deitch. What's up, dude? Hey, man. No wild animals within the first 30 seconds of the show yet, so that's good. Yeah, I think... Uh, so <laughs> I, I think I have to do a little bit of explaining on this because I, I kind of uh, I explained it to my neighbor, Jeremy Kay, and he's like, you know, you might want to kind of explain exactly what was all going on We're there. Not under attack, uh, Don Cox, I, you know, Don came out and said, I, I don't think, uh, he wants I don't ever want to go pheasant hunting with, with you guys. So the reason that we thought us Elmer Fudds, I believe that, I believe that. And, and you know, that. I, I rightfully mean, so yeah that. i mean what don says goes that's that's big uncle don so uh so so the reason that we thought it was a pheasant and and it ended up only being a mouse so so like right across from where we're sitting is is an egress window we sit in my basement like in a living room in my basement and uh there's an egress window over there and uh there's there's a couch in front of the window well, what we didn't realize from sitting way back here is the fact that there was a snow, like a snow, snow drift, pile, right. a snow pile in the bottom of that egress window. So from here, it's like, golly, whatever it was, had to be like a foot and a half tall. Well, when I got over there, then I realized like, oh, no, this thing is just running around on top of a, a snow pile. And that, you know, yeah, it was a foot and a half off the ground, but... uh what would, what would happen is it would stand up on its back legs and like look around, so it almost looked like you know a pheasant bobbing up and down and as it's as moving. Like, so. like the way Brendan Lockwood looks at somebody when they come up and say, yeah. "Hey, you when, own this river?" When is somebody this, comes up, this your pile? Trolling motor to trolling motor with him trying to steal a spot. So <laughs> yeah, so uh, um, you know, I I know that that's probably hard for people to kind of wrap their brain around how we got a mouse and a pheasant mixed up, but uh, that is what it is. It was well, just you didn't kind see of the size of this mouse, so it was a big mouse. It was a big mouse. <laughs> it had a twenty-four I, inch tail on it. <laughs> I I don't know. Uh, I don't know what came because I I killed that thing with a with a pipe after we got done recording. We we Matt and I went around there and Dispatched and we found it, it. and uh, I crushed that thing into the ground in my egress window. And the next day it was gone. Oh, really? So I don't know what other kind of critters we got running around <laughs> here, but I don't like it. I don't like critters maybe, around maybe, here. They, maybe a straight The audacity of them to come and infiltrate my property. Well, that's what happens. You get dealt with. Do not. Do not step on Scott Sturman's property without permission because you're going to get dealt with. If those little rascals realized how close they are to a big old pile of guns over there. <laughs> right. Like, you do not want this smoke. You do not. So I was just, there was a part of me that was just hoping that it was a possum. So that was I'd just... have been pissed. I'd have been pissed. I'd have, I'd have popped him right there. I'd have. All right. Uh, 213 episode 213 is brought to you by our friends at Dakota Angler in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, the best bait shop in the United States. Uh, it is the results are back in. Uh, we had the Nielsen report, uh, um, you know, in, in connection with, uh, uh, you know, with a bunch of other, uh, Harvard university, Yale, Princeton, and, uh, and Penn, uh, big, big research deal. And yeah, results are back in Dakota angler, number one bait shop in the country. Uh, seven years in a row. I think it is. I think so. I seven think it was eight, seven. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Eight, eight years ago they were tied, but, yeah. uh, you know, se seven years, seven and a half, whatever. But, uh, nope. They've, uh, 
well, plain, plain and simple, you better start thinking about open water. Hey, you, I don't hey, care you if you're to. still fishing ice right now, right. you know, for those people up north. There's only a few weeks of it, even, you know, as you get further north. Some of those guys, you might be into May, but... We got I mean, 70s next week. Well, I know. here Down here, we're, we're, we're gearing up. Yep. Yep, we're gearing up for it. Uh, we have some bodies of water that our, that our river is open. Um, the ice yep. broke the other day. That was kind of cool to watch that. Come yeah, that was a day. way cool video. Yep. Weird. The crazy thing is that we were just down there a few hours before it happened. So it was, it was pretty neat to see how much it can change. But uh, definitely, you know, think about open water. Get up there to Dakota Angler. Uh, pick things out. The great thing about it is the staff, those guys up there, Josh and todd and nick ugly uh, but knowledgeable right but man they will get you hooked up like yeah, if you ugly come in but knowledgeable if you come in there with uh questions they're gonna answer them for you and they're gonna they're gonna set you up as best as possible and it'll boost your uh it'll boost your self-esteem when you go in there and you're like you know i'm not the <laughs> ugliest guy in this bait shop like no matter what you will never be the ugliest person in the bait shop <laughs> that so that's true. i mean that's that's just one extra perk that dakota angler can offer you <laughs> you speaking of gearing up you geared up man i did tell us about the gear you know i was sitting there the other day and i was thinking we had talked about those new blackfish gear uh rage boots and it's yep. like thought they were pretty cool so you know I messaged up Josh. I know that he has some, and I asked him if they fit true to, like, how do they fit, you know, true to size? And he's like, yeah, pretty true to size. So I was like, all right, I'm going to order me some up. I ordered them up yesterday, and I already have them. Got them today. Got them today. It was crazy. I ain't I mean, surprised. You, no, you, I'm not you talked about it. Nope. I mean, it was less than 24 hours later, and I had those things on my front step. So they're they're awesome boots. I mean, I just wore them around a little bit. Uh, you got them on them. right now? No, I not not right now, but okay. uh, I thought about taking some videos of uh, me sprinting across the living room with them on, you know, like you used to Emily, do. <laughs> Emily, do these make me faster? <laughs> you know how you was when you were a kid. Do you think that you could shoes. do a shoey out of one? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Okay. okay. Definitely could, but uh, yeah, if you guys can't make it in the store. Online. Online. Use code DIRTBAG at checkout. Uh, man, the, the extra savings that uh, will be left in your bank account. And make your wife happy. Make your yeah. wife happy. That's key. Buy your wife some stuff. Yep. You know so. she likes to fish. Get her some. Get him. Get her some gear because they got everything for you and for her. Yep. Uh, went up to Mankato today, Matt. You went up to Mankato. How'd I that did. Go? I went up to Mankato. Brought my son up to a doctor's appointment there in Mankato, Gillette Children's Hospital, and uh, guess what I did afterwards? Oh, uh, got ice cream. Boulder Tap House. Boulder Tap House, that's right. <laughs> Better than ice cream. <laughs> Take a look at this. The, oh, wow. That one on the bottom, cheese curd burger. Oh, yeah. That's mine. Yep. Cheese curds in the middle, those I've are mine. Those at Boulder. French fries, those are mine. <laughs> Grady got the, uh, he got like a, I don't know, hickory bacon cheddar burger or something like that. And uh, first bite, he looked at me and, you know, you could kind oh, of right. tell in his Big eyes. Big tasty like, came back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He, he thinks he made the right decision, and he told me. That, that's kind of become the tradition when I bring him up there to, to Mankato to the doctor that uh, uh, afterwards we go to Boulder Tap House. Kind of crazy. Like, you know, Grady's 14 years old right now, and it was probably four years ago that we went there for the first time. And uh, we're sitting there in the doctor's office, and, and I'm scrolling through my phone and uh, trying to figure out where we're going to eat, you know. So it's like, well, you know, there's a Jimmy John's close, a Burger King close, an Applebee's close, Boulder Tap House, uh, Arby's, whatever. 
And he's like, what was that tap house one? I'm like, well, Boulder tap house. Yeah, let's go there. And I'm at first I was about to like put the kibosh to it. Right. You know, like, no, nah, we're not going to some freaking goofball place we never heard of. And uh, it's like, well, you know, piss on it. Like, let's go there. You know, Grady at, at the doctor. If that's what he wants, that's where we're going. That's where we're getting. And then we get there and I see a picture of these cheese curds. And I'm like, oh, game we on. made the right <laughs> Game on. So uh, That's my boy. That's a that's proud right. dad moment right there. That's for right. Would have been cool. Uh, they got that mini Opa State Park there that's got a, some really cool waterfalls. And I was kind of hoping... Maybe uh, the weather would have been a little bit nicer today. Get in there to Miniopa State Park and check out those waterfalls. Uh, you know, maybe with some of the snow melt, uh, they'd yeah. be ripping pretty good. We went there one time in like late July, and uh, I've I've taken pisses with more streams <laughs> than that was coming over those Pretty waterfalls. Down to but, a trickle. Yep. But uh, either way, uh, yeah, we didn't we didn't get in there. But man, there's a lot of waterfowl flying around. And, there is. And, uh, what was um, it, What did the lakes and up in that area look like? Still actually, pretty... like Lake Crystal. There, you know, you yep. go right uh, on Highway 60. Um, there's that camper dealership on your on your left hand side as you're heading up, and and on the right side, obviously the lake. Um, there, there was some areas of some open water along the shore, but uh, from what I could tell, I really think on a lot of that, it, it looked better than what we've got down here yeah. by, by a bunch. And I think you could get on quite a bit of that yet. Uh, I talked to Clint Hay the other day, and uh, he said he thinks he's going to be out for a while yet, even in a snow bear up in northeast South Dakota. And uh, he was actually a little bit concerned. He said walleye league starts May 5. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he said it's going to be close. It's going to be close. Well, so. it's crazy. There's supposed to be like a tournament over at Spirit Lake in like a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. Yeah. Not unless we get some crazy warm weather and some wind. And, well, and, and we are stuff, at 77 right, next week. So. Right. And that, and that really will like – it's crazy how much – like our little pond in town here – the other day, walking around it, walking the dog around it, it was all froze. hospital pond or, yep. or city pond. The hospital. hospital pond, it was all froze over yet. A couple of days later, just the water coming in from that was melting, yep. running yep. down there, it melted out the edges. And now there's probably open water for you know we had a windy a windy day from the north, and uh, it's probably open twenty thirty feet from the shore now. Yep. So. Well, and a couple days from now, it, it I mean, all right, four well, four days from it was, now, it's it going to be wide open. There was some geese on it yesterday, and they were swimming across the open stuff, and they were trying to get up on the ice, and they were falling through on the ice trying to get up on it, and yeah. they finally were able to get up on it. So it was just kind of like, well, I guess it is pretty soft. Yep, so. yep. It no. is. I mean, for us down here, it's crazy to think just a couple couple hours south of here i mean it was almost like 60 70 degrees today i mean down by knoxville i think there was some tornadoes and stuff like that so uh, there's a lot of open waters i know there's a tournament down at like three mile lake this this coming weekend so well they've been open water fishing down by omaha for 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 quite a while a long time they probably only had a month of ice really but uh yeah either way uh it there there's no denying it springs here and uh um yeah we'll be in a boat soon soon yeah, very soon. soon so uh we got uh we got a guest today uh chase and walter um if you guys uh, have not heard of chase and walter um well a you you soon will but uh b uh 
he, you, you're, the second you hear it, you're going to know like, this guy was built for radio, and, and he is. He's a radio yeah. guy uh, up in the Brookings, South Dakota area. Uh, kind of a lot like Matt and I. Uh, I think I think uh, Chasen just uh, wanted to kind of find his spot in the outdoor uh, world and, and does a does a little uh, morning uh, short, short show uh, every morning. Um, and, and whatever, we'll let him obviously tell you about it, but uh, – um, we'll link his stuff online uh, on the Facebook page uh, when we when we put it out there. But uh, yeah, before that, uh, we're gonna we're gonna chat with Jason. Jason Walter, what a fishing name, Jason! How you doing? Hey guys, I'm doing pretty good. Matt, Scott, great to be on the show. Thank you very much. This is kind of fun. I've been on a few podcasts. And I never really thought that uh chase and walter would be podcastable because i didn't think there was a story there but i think everybody has a story oh everybody definitely does golly yeah. you just i mean you we aren't even 25 seconds in and i think you've already stole the show with just how well you talk <laughs> uh, well i've been doing radio since i was 14 and here's the crazy thing i don't like my voice i don't like hearing myself really I, I think that's don't. most a lot of people are that way it's, it's weird to go back and like listen to episodes and you're just kind of like do i really sound like that it's like yeah. i don't know in my voice and in, in my eyes i feel like i sound like barry white but then when i listen to myself <laughs> i sound nothing like barry white so uh, you know what i get you uh, yes exactly you know it's it's just one of those things i grew up in uh in 70s going into the 80s and graduated in 1984. So when I got into radio in 1981 at the age of 14, you know, I was this little prepubescent kid with this teeny <laughs> tiny little voice, and I still don't have a big voice. I, I you know, I, I'm just not, you know, I just don't have a big voice, and that's fine. But in the in the 70s and 80s, you know, everybody had to have that pukey radio voice, and you tried to, you know, you tried to be as deep voiced as you possibly could. And for some people like me, it just doesn't work out. You know, so it got to the point where in the 90s, things started to change. The talent pool got a little bit thinner. And all of a sudden, listeners just wanted somebody real. Yeah. They yep. didn't yep. want Johnny Fever anymore. They they wanted Brian Waltz, who is, is my, you know, that's my real person. Jason Walter is an alter ego for In Through the Outdoors. And it uh, it it turned out really... It, my career in radio has been a blast because I could just be me finally. It was so hard as a teenager at WDAY in Fargo because I was working with these these guys that were major market talents. And matter of fact, my neighbor was Todd Brandt from the Todd and Tyler Radio Empire. And some people may know that and some may not. It ended up being a syndicated show out of Omaha. And, and that actually... Todd Brandt is the reason that I basically got into radio and, and his sister, Tracy, who did a little radio at the station in Rugby, North Dakota, uh, in the town where I grew up. But, um, you know, it was it was really hard because you had all these guys that came from New York, they came from Minneapolis, or they went to Minneapolis, or they went to Phoenix, or whatever. And so at the age of 14, as a kid on the radio, I always thought I was going to be the next Casey Kasem, you know, and oh, I'm, yeah. I'm like sitting there, every, you know, practicing my hello again, 
this is Casey, you know, <laughs> and uh, keep your feet on the ground, keep reaching for the stars. And, and, and like, well, okay, well, that doesn't work. So then I try, you know, I try to be John Wayne. And, and I found out that I'm, I'm really bad at impersonations, but, but I love fiddling with my voice. I started this little project. I had to cancel my trip to Winnipeg. Right. Because of right. The I saw that. that. It seems yeah. like, it seems like I'm canceling all the time for the weather. And I, I had packed a bunch of dude wipes to take up to the lake because you just never know when you might need a wipe. Right? Exactly <laughs> right. right. And, uh, and so I'm, here I am. I'm all bummed out, and I lay my head down on the pillow, and I instantly start thinking, oh, those Bud Light Real Men of Genius commercials were so cool. And I, I think what, what got me there, somebody must have brought that back on TikTok or Instagram or something. Yep. And I'm like, okay, what if I did? What if I spoofed these dude wipe things and and just kind of made my own dude wipes ads? And what if you know? What if dude wipes heard them and they thought they were funny? That would be really fun if I could do some dude wipes ads for for dude. And I put a few of them out there on Facebook, and there really hasn't been a a whole lot of um, I know interest in them. But then again, I don't know that anybody's clicking on them. It, it's a it's audio with a static graphic. And, you know, in radio, it's audio. It's great. It's fantastic. People either hear it or they don't. And on the Internet, if you don't have some sort of a video or a really cool picture, it, people just flip right by it. Yep. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and, and yeah. yeah, you know, and, and they just don't, you know, there's there's just nothing there. So, you know, in, in this in this crazy, funny world, you know, you put stuff together and you you look for you know, some sort of acknowledgement on social media. And when it's not there, you kind of beat yourself up. But then I realized, you know, I'm really doing this for myself. So if, if I, you know, if I make myself laugh, but there's so many of them that I did that, um, that it just, I couldn't finish them because I was cracking up <laughs> yep. and I, I make myself laugh really easy. I, I put the, I put the funniest one on Facebook and they told me I couldn't play it on the radio, but but I did it anyway <laughs> because it's well. So let me if I go in my I don't know if I can if I if I can throw myself into it and actually just do it and uh, and try to pull it off. But it was ah. oh here we go. Uh, so so let, I'm I'm going to try to do the voice. And uh, as your wife says it's time to groom the hedge. Well, give her a grunt and get to it. Even though she picked the hottest day of the week, smiles, Edward Scissorhands, because you're going to be trimming bush till you're soaked in sweat <laughs> under the twig and berries. Tear, unfold, and wipe, dude. Dude wipes made minty for men because the boss can either cut you off or get you off. You know what? <laughs> and uh, is that okay to do on a podcast? By the way, yeah, yeah, this is the uh, wild oh, podca yeah. podcast of the Wild West. Yeah, you can do whatever right. the hell okay. you want. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, I didn't do a very good job on the voice there. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I got to do it in the morning when I when I've got morning voice and have a little bit deeper voice. But but you know, then it just it's to the point where even like in through the outdoors, I'm having a blast, and people keep asking me, "Why do you do that? What, what are you trying to be a?" Are you trying to be pro staff or, you know, what, what's your scoop there? What, what's your end game? I'm like, my end game is to take all of this stuff that's happening on the Internet and bring it back to the radio where it used to happen all the time because radio was the thing. You know, birthdays, 
Well, you did them on the radio. You didn't. Now you get them on Facebook. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. you've got all that instant gratification from social media, and that's wonderful. That's I I put everything there basically as an archive. But right. It's fun right. to bring stuff back. You know, because uh, l- frankly, you know, here's the deal: when you and I get done, when, when when we get done with the podcast, I will take a little uh, a little chunk of it where you guys are doing most of the talking. Sorry, it's all on me. I'm a radio guy. I just kind of take <laughs> over good. the thing a little bit. You're but, good. But uh, but you know, I'll take a little bit of that and I'll make an episode out of it, and I will. I'll push people to your podcast and hope that they listen to that and then subscribe and, and do more. Yep. You know, and, and so, uh, you know, you, you do that stuff and, uh, you know, you network and, and you have all this fun. And it, it, it comes down to the point where I'm, you know, I'm just having fun myself. So I'm trying to tell all of these stories. I'm bringing things back. Nobody's, I shouldn't say nobody. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to. It, it, it's not like they're talking about the Midwest Angler podcast on, the, well, the 11 radio stations that I'm on, right? Right, right, correct. Right. You know, so, or, or or whatever, you know, whatever the situation is, uh, you know, you, I've got Dan Spangler who just told his the life story about how he was a little kid making baits when he was just teeny tiny in uh, a, a horse water tank. And now he works for Berkeley. He's got the best job in the world. Right. Exactly. Yep. Yep. We we had him on our show, and same same thing. It's incredible. Right, and it's so much fun. It's fun to get Gord Pizer and all these awesome people. I haven't had Al on yet, Linder. I'd I'd love to have him on, but I, you know, there's some of those guys you don't want to bother. I told Gord. I said, I, you know, I, I. you and Al just scare me. I didn't want to reach right. out, but I, <laughs> I, I just, I, you know, I, I dove in the deep end when I got a hold of Gord, and then I ran into Dave Gens and said, I'd love to have you on my radio show, but I'm not going to beg you, so here's my card. If you want to tell stories that you've never told before, in about 65 seconds, I'd love to have you on the show. So, you know, someday I'm sure I'll I'll have the uh, I'll have the pleasure of, of having him on the show. And, yep getting him out there and, and telling his story on radio. And that's the same with Al. I just assume Al call and, you know, we get together and, and talk about a story that he's never told anybody before. Keith Gavias, I'm going to have him on and tell a story about Dan Spangler and the broken um, flicker minnow that they used to win a tournament. Really? That's, you know, that's the cool stuff. That is, Absolutely. That is the Absolutely. stuff that yeah. most people don't know about. Yep. Right. Matt, yeah, yeah. Matt and I, Matt and I one time had Jason Mitchell on and we did 21 random questions, uh, just trying to, trying to stoke a, a story that hadn't been told or, you know, uh, a little something that, uh, you know, cause I've obviously, uh, Jason Mitchell sat and told people how to catch walleyes a million times, but what hasn't he told people? And then we uh, had somebody that gave a review on the podcast and told us that we were wasting his time. He wanted to know how to catch walleyes on yeah. Devil's Lake. Yeah. He, didn't, he didn't want to know that Jason Mitchell had a saw on his boat. So, uh, yeah. Well, I... Brad Dirk can tell a lot of Jason Mitchell stories, but I bet you Jason didn't think that you guys were wasting his time. He's a pretty cool dude. Oh, I don't bother oh, him is. either. Top, and I top, did. Top. And he's oh, he's one of the coolest dudes. I, I really enjoyed him. I, I've enjoyed everybody. John Procknow, the guy with that works for Berkeley that does the gulp and power bait and max set and stuff. Yep. Uh, I had him on. I, I recorded a call with him, and the last three minutes ended up being the first episode because it was really cool stuff about – you know, how he was making shampoo. Really? And 
ended up making baits. I'm like, that's a better story than than the fact that you're in the Hall of Fame. Yep. Yeah, you know, yep. because people oh. like those little tidbits like that. No, doubt. Oh, well, people so people want to know that they're just real people, just like you and I are. They don't. I mean, not everybody cares to hear about like how to catch these type of fish or like this and that. They want they want to know those things that, and I think those guys want to tell them a lot of the times because they don't ever get to tell them. They kind of got to, you know, regurgitate the same stuff all over and over and just to you know maybe switch up a few things. But I think it's kind of refreshing for them to be able to just, you know, tell those fun stories as well. Oh, I agree with you. You know, and, and it's the stories that are, they're, they're so much fun. You know, there's so much stuff on the internet, but, but true stories that, that get down to the meat of things and that are coincidental and that are odd or quirky or weird or heartbreaking or heartwarming or whatever they are, you know, those are, those are so much more fun than, well, here's how I tie my knot and this is, you know, it's great to get that information. Matter of fact, I, I'm not dissing on those guys either because I went to a Jason Mitchell seminar and I thought, well, I wonder what I'll learn from Jason. I ended up filling in quite a few pieces of the puzzle. Oh, not yeah. that oh, I wasn't yeah. expecting oh, yeah. him to teach me anything. I just didn't know, you know, you go into a seminar and like, well, okay, they, you know, they talk about pulling cranks of this, that, and the other thing. And you guys know how to fish and I know how to fish. I'm not a great fisherman. I'm never going to be a pro. I'm never going to be a pro staffer, but I love to fish. And that's part of the reason I do this show because I love talking about fishing, maybe more so than I actually like fishing. <laughs> I, I, I know how that yeah. goes. I know yeah. how that goes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yep. You know, and it's fun. You know, yep. it, it really is. But, but even Ted Takasaki, I went to a deal, and and I happened to walk in ten minutes late because I forgot to look at my watch, and and like, oh, doggone it, Ted already started. Well, I got in there, and he was telling people how to fish with a bobber, and I'm like, well, I guess I know how to fish with a bobber, but maybe I don't know everything, and I didn't. Yep. And oh, that yeah. was the cool thing, you know. So you always you get all these little pieces, and every time you go listen to these guys talk, and and it, you know. Ryan Brosdahl or Jason Durham or whoever it is. You've had a lot of these guys on your show, and you know how it is. They, they're very smart. Those guys fish every day. They're the ones that really know what's going on, and you got to listen to them, but you got to read between the lines. That's the thing that I did with Jason. I'm like, okay, Jason's not going to tell everything, but if I read between the lines, he's going to tell me stuff that yep. maybe the average person might not even pay attention to. And that has really worked for me when I go to seminars is try to read between the lines and it makes it kind of fun. But, you know, there's so many personalities out there that doing a podcast or doing a radio show, I'm 540 episodes recorded. And I had a guy at uh, the radio station in Pipestone say, do you think you can keep this up for another year? Like, yeah, I think I can do it. It oh yeah, okay, yeah. You know? yeah every, every right. day there's something new coming out, and, yeah. and, and you know you can you can talk to stories. Yeah, yeah, we've had the same guests on multiple times, and they tell a different story. Sometimes they tell the same story, and and uh, yeah, no doubt about it. I I, I you do it for the next twenty five years, and and uh, oh, yeah. keep fresh content going. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Well, and that's I have like Brian Brosdahl. I had met him back on because I just I love the guy. He's just so cool, and he was one of the yep. first guys to to be on the show and Jeremy Smith too from uh, England oh, yeah. Buzz was one of the first and he, they're so busy I kind of left Jeremy alone but uh, but love Jerry's cool dude but you know the the crazy thing is I'll I reach out to someone and say hey I'd love to have you on the show again yeah but I was already on your show I'm like yeah I know you're on the show like a year and a half ago yeah. 
Yep. You know, so, it, it, well, hey, isn't that enough? I mean, well, do you think people remember who you are from a year and a half ago? Right. And radio listenership changes, population oh, yeah. changes, yeah, people move in and move out. And, oh, I never thought of that. Sure, I'll be on the show. You know, so you have to sell some people sometime other than that. Some people, you know, I'll, I'll text Joe Nelson. Matter of fact, he's on the show tomorrow talking turkey. I, literally talking turkey. Nice. Got, yep. got yep. spring turkey starting here. Yeah, it is in, that uh, time Dakota. of the year. Yeah, right, and in South Dakota. But so Joel's like, "Oh, hey, call me right now. Let's let's do it right now." Like, are you kidding me? And the cool thing, like Joel said when I first met him, yeah, call me maybe twice a year. And then I ran into him up in Fargo, and he said, "You know what? I love doing your show because it's so short. Yeah, it's teeny tiny. I mean, it's I'm I'm in and I'm out and I'm done and and you know I'm not. It doesn't take me a half an hour, an hour. I just don't have that kind of time. So call me whenever you want something." So that's worked out very well, too. But the whole In Through the Outdoors thing started, I had uh, our 60-station radio network reach out to me and say, hey, would you do an outdoor show for us? I just got done doing one for our local radio station that, you know, they had budgetary things and were letting people go, so they decided they were quit advertising on the radio, too. So my CHS Outdoors thing, I could kind of tweak on that and make it work for your 60 stations in, in nine states and... And the thing is, they didn't like Chase and Walter. They, they, you know, they're like, what Chase and Walter? What, chasing walleye, you know, fishing walleye. That, that's what Chase and Walter means. It's chasing walleye. And like, now, nah, you know, we like we like real people. I'm like, well, I am a real person. You know, do you do you really want an outdoor show with Brian Waltz from the basement in Volga, South Dakota? <laughs> yeah, it's really appealing. You know what I mean? Right. And, yeah. and and the the other thing that kind of drove me nuts, you know, radio, all of the personalities or a lot of the personalities went away with with the deep voices, you know, those puking radio voices, and and you know the Don Imuses were gone, and and Larry Lou Jacks, and you know all those guys were just gone, the, you know, from uh, AM eighty nine WLS or even even K Fire. You know, there were just there were so many awesome guys out there, but it but that whole theater of the mind thing just left. You know, all of a sudden it's gone. They're voice tracking here and there, and nobody's nobody's adding to the to the story and make it interesting. So I thought, well, why wouldn't I be Jason Walter from Milfoil, USA? <laughs> you know, when people are like, "Where's Milfoil?" Uh, it's a weed in a lake. There is no Milfoil. <laughs> you know, and and uh, oh, I just I'm. Sorry if we're getting a little bit of a buzz, but it looks like they're canceling school for tomorrow because of the weather. But I guess that's that's the way that one goes, too. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. We're, yeah. we're no frills. Just, yeah, it just kind of happens. But anyway, sorry for the uh, the interruption. But so then I'm like, well, if I'm from Milfoil, I, I've got to build I've got to build that little town in the persona. I decided that it was on Johnson County Road 9.9. And so people are like. There's no 9.9. Johnson 9.9. 9. 9. 9. 9. 9. 9. Come yeah, on, yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. Hello, wake up. But you but know, anyone so, anyone who actually is probably interested in that outdoor show catches on to all that all little that stuff, stuff. Yeah. and they yeah. love yep. it. And they love it. Yeah, it really, and, and that's the, the way it became. I, a lot of people, the, it, the buying into the Rotten Dock Bar and Grill, um, Buck and Dodo's Bed and Breakfast, which now is Buck and Dodo's. BYOB, which is bring your own breakfast. <laughs> um, and there's the boat, motor in, guns, gas, and get. And um, and then I've got my inside outerwear. It's uh, I, everything I wear is inside out. So I just decided to call it inside outerwear. I like it. 
and uh, you know so I, I play that out I, I don't I don't really use it as much anymore because I, I think I was confusing people are you trying to be Garrison Keeler I, you know I know who he is but I've never listened to any of his stuff period nothing at all and, and when I was shopping this idea around I would send it to friends in the radio business and and to my family and they're like uh, hey you should listen to Charlie Barron's like Who's Charlie Barron's? And how about my In Through the Outdoors? Well, what do you think of that? Oh, and then the You Betcha guy. I couldn't get friends or family to give me an honest opinion of In Through the Outdoors. It just, it really blew my mind. So then I ended up getting into Charlie Barron's and uh, You Betcha. And then Dad Dude, who, by the way, is actually from Howard, South Dakota. Really? So he's got, he has uncles and cousins in in Volga here where I live. So a small world on that one, but, um, you know, there, there's room for alter egos everywhere. And, and if, you know, I, I guess if I, I just decided I was going to live as Chase and Walter because I didn't want to be Brian Waltz doing this thing because I, I'm really doing it for fun. I'm not doing it to, uh, to get rich or, you know, or to even be famous. I've just, am, I'm enjoying telling stories and sharing all of the stuff that, that I do. So it, when, when I put my shows together, I decided that I can't have interview shows every day because it, it would just become monotonous. It, it would almost to anybody listening every day, it would sound like, like the same thing. Yeah, same thing over and over. Yep. So what I started doing, was doing two interviews a week. And then I would write two episodes on my own of things that happened. Like yesterday I got to to fish in a snow bear for the very first time. How sad is that? Uh, I've never been in there because I've never been one either. So, okay. Okay. Well, okay. Then I feel a lot better, but the, you know, the crazy thing there is, and and I shared my thinking, you know, well, I never thought I'd ever buy a snow bear because I I don't want to spend 50 to $80,000 for one. And I think now that I've been in one, they're worth every penny (laughs) um, or every dollar or, or every $700 a month payment. But, but the thing is that I sat in there for eight hours and I'm, I'm looking around going, okay, if this were mine, I'd put rod holders over there. I'd put cup holders here. And, and I started all of a sudden, I, I'm selling myself on this. And I told one of the guys, I said, wow, this is, uh, this is cocaine, man. This is addicting. <laughs> and sorry, I probably shouldn't say that on a podcast either. No, no I'm just joking. Math, no. weed, um, we, we talk about whatever the hell you want. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so, you know, it, it's things like that that um, I, I just, I tell people, and when I tell people, here's here's how I caught fish, you know, whether um, you know, whether I was using a bobber and using a, I've got this little micro-beaded snell that I created that Jack's Tackle out of Grand Forks, I think, is going to start um, marketing up there, and I, you know, if you, you guys need to get Jack on the show if you've never had him on there. Jack Olson from Jack's Tackle in Grand Forks. He's 12 years old. Oh, cool. Nice. And, um, and he's, you know, he's just, uh, he's just an absolute cool kid. But I, I, I sent a note up there to his dad and I just said, hey, you know, how about, um, how about you guys put these things together, sell them, and let's take a dime every time and give it to the Children's Miracle Network. And they agreed to do it. So hopefully that's coming out real soon. But um, I'm kind of excited about that little project and, and just little things. So it's just kind of, you know, being out there, having fun. And even though I've got an alter ego, I'm still a real person with real stories. And, and I think that's fantastic. 
Do you do you think that there's ever people that you meet for the first time that that don't take you seriously because they think of you as Chase and Walter and they think of you as some imaginary deal and and it's almost hard for them to to step back and be like, no, this is a real dude who actually fishes and and do do you, do you think that ever happens or not? Oh yeah, oh I yeah I definitely think it happens. It probably happens quite often because they're kind of like, well, you know, what's what's the deal here with this guy? And, um, and yeah, I, I think it gets in my way a little bit, but here again, I, I'm not going to sell myself out. This is who I am. This is what I'm doing. I had a chance to, uh, I, to present the show to Learfield and oh, they wow. came back and said, great energy, love the voice, but you're, you, you're, you lack focus. You're kind of all over the place and it needs to be three minutes long. So if you want to change that, make those changes and resubmit, well, you know, we're good you know go ahead and do that i'm like nope sorry i am who i am and i'm just gonna leave it at that yep good for you i i don't know that it gets in your way i you know it's it's probably it's probably like anything that's on the radio you know it's it's kind of like when a kindergartner sees their teacher outside of uh outside of school for the first time you know the first time and and you probably have this all the time you can be at a at a restaurant ordering and all of a sudden someone gives you that look like holy shit it's him it's it's, yeah. it's that guy from the radio, you know, and, and, you know, I, I think probably the first time you ever meet a guy on a dock that, you know, all of a sudden they kind of look at you and it's like, Chase and Walt, like that's Chase and Walter. And, and, you know, obviously then at that point in time, you say, no, actually I'm Brian Waltz and, and whatever. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe that's, uh, maybe that's not anything at all, but, uh, it just, I, I think that is something with radio that uh, when you meet a f- person for the first time that you've only heard, it, uh, you know, you, you almost have to take a step back and realize that they are a real person. Yeah, you know, that was the one thing that was really hard to get used to because a lot of people, you know, back in the day, and maybe they still feel like like disc jockeys or radio guys are, are celebrities. Oh, we've got a real celebrity in the house, you know? Like, no, it's just me. It's just my job, you know? But yeah, I, 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 People do have, you know, they they do have that that perception that radio guys are celebrities. I don't ever look at myself that way, but you know, because we're just out there playing tunes, having fun, talking, trying to make people laugh. Yep. And it's our job, just like it is, you know, to teach or do whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, now with this with this whole Jason Walters and in through the outdoors deal, uh, you know, you've you've name dropped a lot of people that that you've gotten to talk to and whatnot. Who who do would you say is the guy that <clears throat> or or lady that uh, that you talk to that you know all of a sudden it Matt, Matt and I have it from time to time after we get a person on you know I mean it's a it's exciting and it's like holy shit like I cannot believe that two regular dudes from Rock Rapids just got off the phone with Dave Gens or Jason Mitchell or Jason Durham or, or whatever who who was that first one for you where it was like holy smokes this is this is actually pretty incredible. You know, honestly, I, I'm going to say Brian Brosdahl and Jeremy Smith. I really am. But here's the other thing. I'm going to say everybody. Right. Oh, yeah. You yeah know, that's okay. Yeah. I mean, even even it, it comes down to you guys, because here's the thing. I, I was just Brian Waltz doing my own thing, uh, talking, fishing with my friends and pretending like I knew what I was talking about and doing and having a blast. And then all of a sudden I start doing a show and everybody I've had on, and it doesn't matter who it is, all of a sudden, I'm like, wait a minute. I just talked to Joel Nelson. I just talked to, 
Brian Brosdahl. I had Austin Felix on the show. I had Austin Felix on the show a week before he won the championship. And so, you know, it, it's it, it's so much fun that, that and, and honestly, I'm a radio guy too, so I have met so many people. I don't care if it's Garth Brooks or Rick Springfield. You know, I've met so many celebrities that, you know, I, I don't know if I if I met one person in particular that honestly I think I would get dry mouthed if if I got to meet Al Linder. Yeah, I, I really yeah. do. I think he That's... would probably I I would flush and turn red and be embarrassed and wouldn't know what to say if um, if I had Al on the phone or met him. But um, everybody's been so awesome. Yep. Now, do you do you fish more now because of? Uh because of the show or, or do you think that it's the same as what you did 10 years ago uh, you know what it, it's probably it's probably about the same maybe a little bit more because my buddy chad retired from the national guard and <laughs> doesn't work so we Got get to go time. fishing more yeah, so yeah, i think that's good. the reason other than that I've got a place on Lake Oahe, so I try to get out and fish with my uh, my neighbor, Louie. He's a guide out there, and we have a lot of fun uh, on the river and getting out. And, and I've got other friends here that I fish with, and it's just an absolute blast to get out and try everybody's techniques, whether it's Bros Dolls or, or Jason Mitchell's idea or whatever it is. And so I love going out and doing all of that. But I find when I'm all by myself, that's when I catch fish. Yeah, really? yeah, that's kind of how it usually goes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, it, it's truly amazing when uh, when you think about it. You know, you've got people in the boat. You're trying hard. You're doing this, that, and the other thing. And when I'm by myself, I just I I, I find that everything's really casual, and I'll fiddle around a little bit more. I might change baits more. I might experiment a little bit more. I'm always experimenting anyway, but. I, I would guess for all the proud anglers I have hanging on my wall, um, I, I would say that you know, I caught maybe two of them with friends and the rest of them were by myself. Right. Now, now did you grow up up there in North Dakota? Yeah, I, I lived in rugby, grew up in, in rugby, North Dakota. We came from Montana, west of Billings. Wow. And uh, rugby was a great place to grow up. Boy, I'll tell you what, I absolutely loved rugby with that, I, I grew up fishing Devil's Lake and Lake Metagoshi up on the Canadian border. Oh, but Devil's yeah. Lake was the most fun, obviously, because it was a heck of a, a fishery. Had two-pound perch back in the uh, 70s and the 80s. We never measured them. I had no idea how long they were, but they were two-pound perch, and they were massive like they are now. So so you've been fishing at a young age. You, you started fishing. Oh, yeah. Grandma and Grandpa lived in uh, Castleton, North Dakota, which is... 20 miles outside of Fargo. So every summer we would go fishing with them. They'd take us to Van Hook Arm and we'd fish Lake Sakakawea or we would fish Astabula or we would go fish Crystal and Lida and Franklin in uh, Minnesota. Uh, Detroit Lakes, you know, I just, I've fished everywhere. Uh, Okaboji, you know, that just, it's really fun to go try different lakes. I like my hometown lakes, but it's really fun to go out and try something new in a different area oh yeah well, definitely yep you do any hunting yeah you know when i was a kid i hunted a lot 
a big time goose hunter, duck hunter. And then when I ended up moving to Brookings in 91, I just didn't really know anybody that hunted. And then by, but by the time, I don't know, you know, 1999 rolls around. I just don't care to hunt anymore. And yep. I spend a little time pheasant hunting. I'd love to duck hunt. I'd love to goose hunt a little bit again. Uh, the fella, uh, Justin Casanova that we were fishing with, he's a Snyder rep. We were fishing with him last night in the snow bear and his buddy made goose jerky and ooh, that was going like, well, maybe I will go goose hunting. <laughs> yeah, if, uh, that can wake yeah, me up in the morning. That goose jerky like that, I, I will do that. But yeah, so, you know, the hunting thing for me, you know, it's kind of secondary. Fishing for me is first place, but um, I just, I don't know. I don't know what my fascination with it is, but it's, I like the science behind it. And all that goofy stuff, like kind of like Gord Pizer. I just, I'm really just a scientific nut about stuff. Even when it comes down to colors, I only buy and fish certain colors. I don't, I don't go buy everything. So it's just, I'm a little weird. Yep, yep. Jason, what what do you think the future of uh, in through the outdoors is? You know, I have no idea. You know how it goes with uh, all this social media stuff. There's so many peaks and valleys, and they're huge. Oh yeah, you know, yeah one they day are. I'm going to quit because. You know, nobody cares. The next day, it's like, oh, are you kidding me? You know, I got to do this or I got to do that. And then I finally learned that I'm doing the show for me, and I hope that people like it. I hope that they listen. I hope they find it entertaining. And if the good Lord tells me one day it's going to be over, it's going to be over. But until then, I've got shows every day, Monday through Friday. You can find Anything you're looking for at chasenwalter.com, or actually my real uh, website is chasenwalter.lol, but people thought I was just laughing at myself being funny. They didn't understand <laughs> that there's actually a real .lol for yep. comedians. <laughs> no, I, I got to give you credit there. You know, one of the things that w when, it, when it's Matt and I, uh, I, I feel like when Matt's on a high, I'm kind of on a low, and when I'm on a high, Matt's kind of on a low, and and you know there, there's times when i'm just like god dang it i don't want to record this week i you know i i don't want to do it i've got other stuff going on and and you know matt kind of holds me accountable there you know you're you're a one-man show so so to hold yourself accountable that's uh i i know how easy it yeah. would be to sometimes to to throw in the towel and be like you know piss on this it's too much work you know i i, I don't feel like doing it you know today well if you don't feel like doing it today then you ain't gonna feel like doing it tomorrow and and then all of a sudden you're you're five days behind, and then at that point you're just done. And and uh, so I, I got to tip my hat to you that that you've stayed doing it. And and uh, you know I I I, I listen to them in the morning, and and I enjoy it because it's it's easy and it's fast to consume. I'm not uh, you know uh, you know even our show you know an hour long. Yours is you know short two minute show, and and just like that I'm I'm back to whatever I'm doing. Uh, I I enjoy it. Well, thank you very much. You know, I, I think people consume stuff differently. So whether it's two minutes long or uh, 30 minutes long or an hour long, people pick and choose what they want. And I think that's great. And thank you for the kudos. But I will tell you, even though I am a one-man band and I tell my buddy Aaron it all the time, like, I did, I'm, I'm all alone in this thing. Uh, Aaron Coe, my good friend from uh, Elkton, is, uh, he's, he's a rock and so is my buddy Chad. And they're very good at propping me up and keeping me going because it is really hard. You know, it, it is yeah. when you're in the content business, you know, you have to produce stuff that you hope people will enjoy and that you hope 
will find funny and you want to be accepted. And the crazy thing is I've, I've been accepted maybe more so than I ever thought. And I really love telling stories and I, I really just enjoy the whole thing. It's fun to be able to talk long form on a podcast like you guys have, because you've got a great podcast and it's, it's a pleasure to, uh, to be on the Midwest Angler podcast, by the way. So thank you. But it, yeah, it's, it, it's a true joy. So I just hope, you know, I'm on the socials. It's an archive. If you follow Chase and Walter or, or friend me on, uh, facebook at chase and walter i do a little bit more of my personal stuff there with the fishing and pictures and stuff yep. and then in through the outdoors is more of an archive but i'm on youtube i'm on many of the podcast venues or at least i call them venues i don't know what they call them because i i'm just not into all that <laughs> podcasting stuff but i know where to listen to your show and i know where to listen to mine and some of the others that i like out there so it's really easy to find it's really easy to get it's easy to download. It's really quick. And uh, if there's anybody out there that's got got a great idea for a show, got a great story, you know, I'm always looking for content. And you can email me. It's chaseandwalter at yahoo.com. But check out chaseandwalter.lol and um, listen to In Through the Outdoors. I'd absolutely love it. Fellas, I appreciate you having me on the show. Thank you much. I hope to see you somewhere someday soon. You bet. Uh, appreciate we appreciate you. you. So, thanks a lot, man. We'll talk to you All later. All right. You guys take care. Bye. Thank you. See ya. And that was Brian Waltz, a.k.a. Chasen Walter, with In Through the Outdoors from uh, up in the Brookings, South Dakota area. Uh, cool show. Uh, give it a listen. Yeah, definitely check it out. Like you said, quick, short, little uh, two-minute thing. Uh, we were He was nice enough to have us on. You know a while back so it's always good talking to him we've we ran into him a few places so glad he was able to make it onto the show yep yep cool dude um you know as mentioned uh he's from the uh the brooking south dakota area and actually matt and i uh my son grady and our buddy matt grave uh were actually up in brookings this last weekend uh saturday yeah Saturday, we drove up uh, after the uh, the blizzard and the ice and whatever, made it up there, no issue. Uh, crazy what uh, what seven hours changes, because on the way back, you'd never know that, uh, yeah, right. that it was ice covered on the way up, but uh, actually went to our buddy Jim Gerard's place and did a custom rod build. Yeah, he actually like let us come to his house. That was kind of like a surprise. Yeah. Surprised he didn't, he didn't want us to know where he lived. Yeah, the coolest part about what it was, was, you know, while you guys were downstairs all chatting, I raided his refrigerator and took all his snacks. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. <laughs> Somebody had to. Yep. So, uh, no, it was, it was a lot of fun. It, it, it was uh, interesting. You know, it, it really gave me a more of an appreciation for, uh, for, for what they do, um, it's 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 kind of mind blowing to me yet that uh that that we're still wrapping thread right you know i mean yeah. with all the advancements in manufacturing uh you know i mean we've we've i, I supposedly we put a guy on the moon you know i mean <laughs> we've got cars that are running on electricity we've got uh you know all I mean, everything in the world. I, Automated I, stuff. I mean, I can hold a phone in my hand and, and look up anything in the whole entire world. I can I can message people without a cord. And we're still wrapping thread around uh, guides on, on rod blanks. And, and you know, I, I asked Jim, like, 
is, is there is there any better way to do this? And and he said, you know, probably a lot of it is tradition. You know, people don't yeah. really want to do it. And I mean, it's cool. It's it's cool. Uh, I'm I'm glad I learned how to do it. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever build another rod again. I'd I'd like to think I'd build five more. You know, I I don't Did think you, I have you like when we all walked out of there that day. I think for the most part, I'd say three out of the four of us were kind of like I don't know if I'd ever do like like we had that Grady said he almost died yeah (laughs) that was pretty good I thought I was gonna die yeah (laughs) he was laying on the couch at one point I mean it takes a lot of focus and for to keep incredible I mean we know how hard it is to keep like 14 year old kids occupied for a long period of time I mean that was it was pretty tedious and if you messed up it was just like crap you just felt defeated like you'd get up you'd get a guide on and you'd be like you'd feel accomplished you'd be like yes I think Jim was more relieved whenever we would get one on because then he's like, all right, that's one less I have to do. Yep. But, uh, no, I mean, I think that was the biggest thing is, like, we didn't – we just sat there and did that all day. But, like, when you'd stand up, it felt like you were – just got done, like, I don't know, digging a hole outside or something like that. Like, you were doing, like, some strenuous work, but it was just like, holy buckets. I think it's just because you're kind of sitting in one position and, you know, you're looking real close at it. But it, it definitely does – if you've never built a custom ice rod and you're you're just kind of like oh I could you know it's a custom ice rod or a custom rod I could do that and stuff like that, do it once. But you can't do the end of a noodle tip. Exactly, guarantee you, you <laughs> right. can't. I bet you can't. Not the not the pro like the professional way to do it. Yep. Not the proper way to do yep. it. So I mean, if yeah. there if there's anybody that uh, is up in the Brookings area or willing to drive to the Brookings area that uh is is interested in building a custom rod get a hold of us and and we'll get you a hold of jim uh jim does classes um you know i I don't think he wants to do what more than five people yeah i think five is his number where you know at that point in time things go off the rails but uh um does long rods does uh does ice rods um and and uh he, he's got a lot of the supplies. Dude's spectacular. It took us seven hours to each do one, and <laughs> Jim said he can whip one out in about 14 minutes if he wants to. So that'll tell you. Um, I mean, Jim knows all the science behind it, has, has a really cool setup there in his basement. I know sometimes he does it out of fields, fish, and game up into Smet. Um, but whatever the case, uh, um, I, the I, I recommend. Yeah, yeah, if you get the opportunity to do, to do it, do it. I mean – even though I walked out of there that day thinking I don't ever have to do one again. Part of you kind of wants to. I found myself this week being like, you know, it'd be kind of cool to have the stuff. Um, not only just to, it would be fun to kind of build one, like take your time and do it. I think that yep. it'd be a little different. Uh, it was great having Jim there to like answer our questions. Cause we ran into a lot of questions and we think like, it's like, Oh my God, it's the end of the world. I'm going to have to start over. And he'd be like, no, you just got to do this. Yep. And it's just yep. like, but also like to have the equipment on hand in case like a guide on one of your rods does fall off. Right. I, right. I do feel comfortable now that it's like, Oh yeah, I know how to, you know, yeah, I, can, I could do that. I could do that. Yeah, put I could one do that. on there. I mean, good enough to make it stay and everything. So, yep. I mean, coming down to gorilla glue, <laughs> gorilla <tape>. glue. Yeah. <laughs> right. really thin strands of duct tape. Yep. So, no, but like you said, I'm surprised. Like you think that there'd be like shrink wrap, like heat drink I, I don't know. I feel like, like that. I feel that you like could put on there that would. I mean, we've had in. guys come into our factory with 3M adhesives, adhesive tape, and and you know, uh, kind of almost in like a JB Weld, uh, for instance, that 
I mean, has yeah. hundreds of pounds of 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 uh, strength, and you know we could we could do up a whole entire machine and replace welding with with glue, and uh, I I don't know I just can't help but to think that that there are ways to to get rid of well, the see, thread. But see there there but like you said the thread was kind of cool because we could kind of really customize it right and go oh, with yeah. our own colors yeah. and do different designs. I mean. Uh, we each each one of our rods all looked a little bit different. Oh, mine stuff is like by that. far the ugliest. <laughs> it is not. I it is it too. Cool. I mean, I it I I mean, it is cool. I like it, but I mean, like Grady's is flashy and yeah. and whatever and and, and you know both. A, and he's got a naked naked mermaid. Naked mermaid <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You you give the fourteen year old an option to put a naked mermaid sticker on his rod, and he's gonna <laughs> do it. But uh, you know, both you and Gravy kind of did some. Uh, you know some neat stuff like with some multi multi-colored thread and whatnot so uh um yeah whatever i mean like i am i am more than happy with the way my rod turned out but uh uh i I'm mean pumped it, to see him yeah me too me too i i think it's going to be really cool and uh um you know not now that you guys did those multi-colored threads like in my mind, I'm like, ah, all right, you know, maybe I'd like to See, try that's one what more. I mean. Like, you know, like do now, these now, two colors? Yeah. That'd be so cool. Now you want to be like, ah, oh, that would be kind of cool. And and I like, I'm sure that you've thought of this too. Be like, you know, it'd be kind of fun to build my brother a rod or something like like surprise him, like build one and like give it to him. And they don't have to be that extreme. That's the that's the nope. coolest thing about it. They can be simple, but yet it's still a custom rod. I mean, right. it doesn't have. To, you go there. Like I have a huge appreciation for like those guys that donated them to our rod contest. Now, like some of the thread work that was on those. Oh my like, gosh! Like be, before you talked to Jim about this when we were up there about like when they go there and they're looking at something and like when a guy like Jim says, "Wow, that's pretty." That's like that's, that's cool. a good one. Yeah, it's like all right. That is like yep. I mean, for us, we're just like oh, that's, that's a badass looking rod. You know, it's cool and stuff like that. But now, like. I think we can look at them and get an appreciation for like some of the wraps that some of these, right. the thread work right. that some of these guys are doing because like, wow. <laughs> yep. No, it, uh, it was, it was cool. Uh, really awesome experience. And, and Grady and, didn't die. So no, no, it was close. It was close. We, <laughs> we did CPR had to, had to pull out the AED, but we got it. But, uh, <laughs> Just showed him the naked mermaid again. He's all right. <laughs> He's back in the game. He's back. So, uh, all right, pizza review time. Uh, this week I went with the uh, the Great Value Rising Crust, Rising Crust uh, Three Meat Pizza topped with tomato sauce, whole milk, mozzarella cheese, sausage, pepperoni, and beef. Um, you know, obviously, uh, Great Value, that's the Walmart brand, uh, so price was, was down there. Um, toppings, you know, decent. Uh, I was surprised it, it was uh, it was not a very big pizza, but when they say rising crust, they mean rising crust. Uh, I thought the crust was a little bit doughy. Um, overall, you know, I mean, this was this was type of pizza that uh, if you had friends over and you fed them this pizza, no one's going to be mad about it, but no one's going to walk out of there and be like, "Oh, dang it, that was a decent pizza right there." Right. Like, I, I don't even know that you call it decent. Right. I mean, it 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 it'll make a turd. They're gonna, That's, they're, gonna, they're walking out thinking, are they okay? Like they financially okay? Like they going through some no, hard times? No, I don't think that I bad. Don't, I don't think it's, it's that, not bad. that bad. It's not a no, Totino's. It's not a so. Totino's. All it's right, not a Totino's. So. Like I, I think, I think you know. Overall, no, no one would ever complain about it, but no one would ever compliment it. All right. Yeah. 
So that's why I'm giving it a five. A five. A dead a, straight a five. Straight dead five. Straight okay. dead five. Rook, I mean, don't you think? Yeah. You know, may, maybe it could be lower. Maybe it could be lower, but I just feel like, like I said, no one's going to be like, that pizza sucked. But no one's going to be like, like wow, wow, that pizza was good. So yeah, I just, just feel like a five is where it needs to be, right? Just mediocre. Five. I get it. No, yeah. Five. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's your Walmart pizza. Walmart pizza. You can do yeah, what you you're want. damn right. Damn right. So, uh, all right, moving along then to the uh, Freedom Brew, 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 Brew. Good news story of the week. Did you Our see that good they... buddies over at Freedom Brew in Larchwood, Iowa, Austin, brand of the best in the business, period. They are. Did you see that they put out their spring menu? What do they got on it? They got, um, let me see here. Bushlight? Oh, my God. My brother <laughs> will not leave. <laughs> <laughs> a cold. <laughs> it's a cold brew. <laughs> oh, let's see here. Uh, the spring is in the air. They got a white rose latte. White rose latte. A honeybee latte. Mm. A white chocolate lavender latte. Honey honey, and peanut butter are really like, that. that's the two things that God gave us. <laughs> That that really proves like that that he truly loves us. Yep. Honey and peanut butter. Oh yeah, they got a sweet blackberry latte. I mean, you keep going through here, and uh, they got a raspberry and cream frappe. Ooh. So you might have to try that the next time. I could get there. after that. I could do that. Yeah. So there, like I said, check it out on Facebook. They got a, a lot of cool stuff on that menu. Yep. So. Good news story. Uh, my good news story is here in Rock Rapids, Iowa, we did not get 30 inches of snow like parts <laughs> oh, of the Black man. Hills. We didn't uh, get any of the snow. Uh, we've got uh, we got a little bit of rain, not even a whole lot of that. Uh, so that's my good news story this week. Uh, part of my good news story this week is the fact that, uh, that we dodged the blizzard earlier this week. They were kind of thinking that, uh, that we might get it, but... Uh, uh, We've got Wednesday at 31, Thursday, 45, Friday, 59, Saturday, 66, what? Sunday, 67, Monday, 74, Tuesday, 73, Wednesday, 74, Thursday, 71. Put away your winter coat and get out your freaking shorts and flip-flops. He's officially, I've been wearing shorts to school. You're officially telling people put their winter coat away. Put huh? your winter coat away. Oh man, I hope that's not the kiss of death. I'm telling you right now. We've not got only, we've got only. tomorrow night. Tomorrow night the low's 21. The next night the low's 25. After that we got low 43, 40, 40, 49, Get 50. That spring we got lows out. in the 50s. Get that spring jacket out. I'm jean jacket get jean. yourself a jean jacket we need to get ourselves a couple the, of jeans. i'm telling you right now jackets. the cox ranch is switching to the straw hats they are they're switching to straw hats they're it's, throwing away the felt they're getting ready to brand yep it's uh it is officially that time it's sprang and if you don't call spring sprang with an a you're doing it wrong you're not sprung <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> that's right what do you got matt uh, I'm just going to throw out there that, you know, it was the Gens Invitational this last weekend yep. and, uh, looked like it was a lot of fun. It looked like the weather was a little treacherous up, you know, getting up there, some, some, you know, icy roads yep. and stuff. I don't think there's been a weekend this year yeah, that like when, you, like somebody's traveling somewhere in the upper Midwest where they've had like, you know, it was a great drive, <laughs> <laughs> right? It was wow. The roads were great. The weather was wonderful for traveling there and back. No, it no, just hasn't doesn't been that happen. Way, so. It doesn't happen here. No, that'd be my good news story of of the week. Um, yeah, heck yeah. 
Heck yeah. Well, uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, that's episode 213. As always, uh, you can find us any place uh, where where there's podcast uh, platforms. Um, if you can, hit that subscribe button, hit, uh, hit the like button, hit whatever it is that uh, that podcast platform offers. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Uh, couldn't do it without you. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week on episode 214. Later. Later.